Basic concepts in the wisdom of Kabbalah are about mutual responsibility. Hello and thanks for joining us on our show with Dr. Michael Leitman. Hello, Dr. Leitman. Hello, everyone. On this show, we try to take a concept, a new concept every time from this wondrous wisdom and to explain it in the simplest way for a person who just started studying. And the concept for today is Arvut, mutual guarantee or mutual responsibility. My first question is, when I say this word, Arvut, what do you feel? I feel a concept that withholds many different parts, details that are all interconnected in a way that each determines the state of the others and everything determines the state of everyone else, of everything else. That's called arvut, mutual responsibility or guarantee. Arvut means that even though that the different parts are as if free and different, but along with it, they're interconnected totally. What ties these parts together? In our case, if we're talking about people, then what ties them together is the upper force from which they cascade and come and materialize in this world. Like one root for all, one root for all. And it defines the network of connections or it ties them together it exists in them and determines everything one for all when I started taking interest in Kabbalah I understood that Kabbalah talks about the upper force about the upper world spherot, vessels, lights and suddenly you see that Kabbalah talks a lot about things like arvut, mutual responsibility, connection between people. What's the relation? It seems to us that the wisdom of Kabbalah is far from people that it talks about upper worlds that are far from this world, that are far from us, that it is unrelated to people, to their life. And it's complete—it's the complete opposite. The wisdom of Kabbalah goes into each and every detail or touches on each and every detail in our life. And even now, we, we know and see that we don't know how to arrange our own personal life. Look, what a person feels in relation to the word arvut, mutual responsibility, in Hebrew at least, it has to do with, uh, you know, a guarantee that you get at the bank or something more social, broader. How is that related to the wisdom of Kabbalah? The wisdom of Kabbalah explains to us how can we discover the connection between us that exists to begin with, regardless of where a person is, and that this connection exists and is constant and steady and 
ties us together with iron chains that we can't move away, we can't escape each other even in a millimeter. It seems to us that we're free. I can go to the North Pole or to the South Pole. I can do whatever I feel like. There's no such thing as I feel like. We're so interconnected that you can do whatever you want, but you stay completely connected in a total, complete way. And what's the connection between this total connection that you call Arvut and a person's spiritual development? That we need to discover this connection, attain it, understand it, agree, agree with it and enliven it, put life into it and to keep it that way. So there are two different levels here. There's that which really exists on part of nature and part of creation, which is a total connection between all parts of reality. And there is the part of revealing it, agreeing to it, as in my development as a human being. Yeah, so it's like two parallel lines. No, suppose. Suppose so. Now, I'll tell you the truth. I'm not the most social person in the world, and my interest in Kabbalah is more about understanding the system, reality, how it works, what laws act in it. It's more of a personal thing, although social ties and stuff, that's not really my style. So Kabbalah in that case is not for me. But there's no such thing as Kabbalah is or is not for someone. It explains to you a law of how you exist within the human fabric altogether, how you're connected to everyone, that you're not free and they're not free of you either, all of humanity. And all in all, we need to discover this mutual deep connection the so-called iron connection that doesn't give you the ability to somehow run away one way or another. We're not talking about the turbulences in this world on the corporeal level where you pass from place to place. But the interdependence, your interdependence with everyone and everyone else with you, you're relating to Arvut, mutual responsibility, as a law, as a real law of nature. It's not a real law of nature. It's the real law of nature. The wisdom of Kabbalah explains to us only the laws of nature, but those that we ourselves can discover. We can see results or different occurrences in regard to that law, but the wisdom of Kabbalah comes and opens it for us in all of its volume aspects. Suppose gravity. I'm familiar with it. I know that it works on me. And, you know, there are implications. I can't jump off the roof and think that everything's going to be fine. The law of mutual responsibility, why don't we see it? Does it work on me? Does it have any implications on me right now? 
it works on you precisely like gravity does. What does this law say? The law of Ervut says that you belong to everyone and everyone belongs to you. And not only you, but in general. Everything that exists in the still, vegetative, animate, speaking, we're all interconnected. And we need to discover the mutual connection between all of us, between all parts of creation, and to enliven it, to add to that law our participation willingly. What kind of participation? That I will want to keep this law on my part, which is what? Right now, I'm connected with all parts of creation. Only I don't know and don't understand it. I don't feel and don't understand it. And it also burdens me. But I can discover what kind of connection is there between me and all parts of creation and between all people, the still and the vegetative and the animate, in all times, in all cases. I can discover that all. I can discover everything. And if I, or were I, to discover everything, including everything, then I would discover how interconnected I am with all parts of creation and how they work on me and I work on them. And then the mutual connection that exists between me and everyone and everyone and me is called Arvut, mutual responsibility. What would that give you to discover this connection? I understand, I feel how dependent on them I am and how dependent they are on me. How can I use them? How they influence me? What can they determine about my fate and I about theirs? This understanding would change the way you behave daily. Besides that, I don't need anything else. Please explain. What are we doing in in our day-to-day life. We only want to scrutinize how connected everyone is with everyone else, to what extent can a person influence others and others can influence him. And not only people, but the planet, the sun, the moon, the everything. They're also integrated in this general connection of Arvut, the whole of nature, the entire universe, with everything that fills it, uh, with the things that we know about and that we don't. They're all connected into one system that's called, suppose, Olam, world. And in that Olam, each detail is connected with all other parts and details, and mutually that's how they determine each other's future. There's this story in the sources about a boat, and suddenly a person in the boat starts drilling a hole under himself, and, you know, the other guy in the boat says, what the hell are you doing? He says, what do you want? I'm drilling under myself, not under you. He says, we'll both drown, don't you get it? What's the boat here? Humanity, earth, whatever you want. 
it talks about mutual responsibility, not just responsibility. Mutual responsibility that we, by our actions, by our behavior, influence each other directly. Why does the person who makes the whole doesn't understand that he is sinking everyone? So he doesn't. He has a short vision. What doesn't he see? That he's influencing others and he's dependent on them and they're dependent on him. What did the sages want to tell us here? That we need to be careful that each of us might cause an ascent or descent to the entire humankind and animals and nature and everything. Furthermore, as it says in our books, that a person, by budging his finger from place to place or does the tiniest thing, by that he influences the entire universe, all the stars, this entire infinite distance. Me? You. Everything? Everything. What are you so happy about? I don't know. I didn't think that I'm so influential. Yeah, you're a part of creation. There is an expression I once heard you say. To be in Arvut, in mutual guarantee, what does it mean? To be responsible for everyone, at least for other people. And what's the purpose? That if that's the kind of vision that you come to, then you see how all people are interconnected and how they're all interdependent, how they determine their fate, each everyone's else's fate. And you see how they, between them, can arrange a good, nice, happy life real heaven that you're safe from one day to the next and not only for the next but a million years ahead can we say that the upper force the creator wants for people to be in Arvut in mutual guarantee yeah it's his law it's his nature what do you mean that here you have like another little thing that's what that by us keeping the law of mutual responsibility, we discover the network of connections between us. And that's called creator. That's called nature. That's all you need. You discover and cover everything. Okay, now, we talked about the big purpose of the Arvut and that it's a natural law, but what does it exactly mean to be in mutual responsibility? In the wisdom of Kabbalah, what does it exactly mean? It depends on what kind of mutual responsibility framework is a person's is a person in. Usually, we build groups of 10 people make groups of 10 people out of the friends who study Kabbalah, as it says in the books of Kabbalah. And they need to reach a connection between them called Arvut. And then they discover in their connection already more or less the laws of creation, the laws of um, relation between people in the correct connection between them and the Arvut that they form, that they build in that system of mutual responsibility between the ten, 
they discover the inner force that they built called Creator. Okay, so I study in this group of ten, so I'm responsible for all the other nine? Yeah? Are they responsible for me too? Yeah? What exactly am I responsible for? Their deeds, their what? The connection between you. The connection between you, that you determine that we need to be interconnected. And then you connect and make sure that this connection will grow stronger from one day to the next. Suppose we're, we're two, uh, we're a part of that group. I need to commit to you, to something, to the entire ten. You need to commit. To commit to what? That you are in connection with everyone in order for us to reach a state where our connection will be felt by us as the center of our ten. Which means what? That we will discover our common force, the force between us, that will really discover that it's alive and kicking. That's the Creator. And in that force, we will discover the Creator. What is your commitment toward me? That we all the time think that Mr. Oren, you, is among us, is related to us, that we hold him up, and that's what you think about each one of us. To hold you up, what does it mean? To keep you how emotionally, what I have to do? You need to all the time think that we're with you in a single system, and each for all and all for one are trying to not forget, making an effort not to forget about our connection. I got this, like, vision from the army. I served in a tank, and there are a few fighters together, and you serve together, and there you're really like one. There I felt real strong mutual responsibility. How is the mutual responsibility in a tank different than the mutual responsibility between a group of people that study Kabbalah and want to develop spiritually? Is there a difference? In the wisdom of Kabbalah, you are in a kind of mutual responsibility that you can't run away from. You need to try and be in it night and day that these people are related to your system, to uh, being concerned for them, not like for a family, but far beyond that. Is there a different purpose to the Arvut? The purpose is that we all the time try to keep ourselves together. We don't have a tank. We don't have something that holds us together. But we build the armor around us. Protection from what are we looking for? From different thoughts and desires of ours that want to separate us, that want to throw us out of the tank. Imaginary tank, as a, as a parable. Yeah. I heard you once say that Arvut, mutual responsibility, is something that once existed between all souls and the general system of the one soul called Adama Rishon. What is that? We're in a system called the soul of Adama Rishon. It's something ancient. No, sorry, it's something like a sphere, like 
imagine imagine like the universe it's a billion of light years but still it's defined that's the state that we exist in and anything that is included in that thing is called the system of Adam Adam literally meaning man in Hebrew in which there is one law enacted, the mu, the law of mutual responsibility between all of its parts. And we need to discover this entire system, even though that it could be millions of light years. And those of Kabbalah, it's, it, doesn't, it doesn't take up space. And we need to discover this system and sustain it and control it. If we discover it, even a bit, it sounds tremendous, but suppose if we discover a bit of it, what will it give me? Through that, you start acknowledging the law working in that system called the upper force. What will change about me spiritually if I will come closer to the state of our root of mutual responsibility? You will fill yourself with knowledge and emotion from one end to the other according to all the deficiencies that will become revealed in you. And what you attain all in all and, and your feeling from end to end in this entire infinite form will be called soul. Why can't I discover this soul? Without developing a relationship of mutual responsibility with other people, why can't I discover it all by myself? What do I need all these people for? You talked about ten. What do I need them for? These ten is a structure, I'd say artificial one, that helps you come outside of your ego and to open yourself to that which exists outside of you called Bore, creator in Hebrew, consisting of the words Bo'ore, come and see. And he's related to the Arvut, he is, but he's outside of it. It is a force that you discover through Arvut in your connection with others, meaning the system of Arvut, of mutual responsibility, exists and is revealed to you in order for you to reveal in it the force that fulfills it called Creator. If I decide that I'm responsible for you, and you decide that you're responsible for me, then what, we need to sign some document, like in a bank, what do we do? What do you need to do? Yeah, do we need to speak it out loud, write it down, what? No, only between us. That we want to conclude that we are, that we want to discover the connection of mutual responsibility and from it and on we continue revealing the Creator 
that exists sustains the Arvut. In the 30s, in the 1930s, Bala Sulam, the teacher of your teacher, published an article called The Arvut, Mutual Responsibility for the Public. What did he want to tell the public? He decided that it is already possible to reveal that, to disclose that we're all interconnected and that we have no choice, but that we need to come closer to each other all people in the world. And the time has come for us to determine such a connection that in that we will, how to say, that we'll discover the Creator. What will it change in the in our life, in the quality of our life, everything? I start, I become, instead of some little baby that doesn't see nothing from what goes on, I become a person, a mature person, a mature adult that sees everything, understands everything, is in control of everything, and changes everything. I know what needs to be done, and that's how I live. I become like the Creator, and that's why I will be called Adam, man in Hebrew, also meaning to be similar to the Creator. You taught me many things about Darvut. Give me the simplest definition of what is mutual responsibility. Arvut means that. It means to reveal that all of us are interconnected. And that no one's free, that we're all tied to each other by iron chains. And through this system of Arvut, we can receive the feeling of the whole, complete, perfect and eternal life. It will be good to reveal our endless, infinite future for us, for our children, for everyone in it. We'll see that no one's free of being responsible for the others and that we're all interdependent. And that's why a person gets a sense of calmness from it because there's nothing better than to discover that all of us are responsible for each other. I can shut my eyes and not to think about nothing because billions of people will care for me. And the same with me too in relation to everyone else. And this is the place and time and case that all of us will then discover what does Arvut mean. It is the only general whole and complete law that exists in nature. Above it, there is only the Creator. That's beautiful, Dr. Leitman. I, I never thought that in the concept of mutual responsibility exists the whole of reality. What do you personally wish me in relation to the concept of Arvut. Try to discover that you're responsible, that you're everyone's guarantor, at least in the society, in our society here, the society that you're studying in, and that they're willing to be your guarantors. If you will discover the connection 
of arvut between you, even in the tent that you're in, as it is common in our studies, in our study, according to what Bala Salaam writes, then you will already feel the wholeness and perfection and eternity in nature, yours and that of the entire world, and the way you look at everything will change. Good luck. Thank you very much, Dr. Lightman. Thank you for being with us. Basic concepts, Arvut, till next time, all the best.